This is episode 63, Lessons I Learned in 2021. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) Where to start? Um, 2021 has been an exciting year. There's been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of uncertainty, I think, Everybody, if we go back to Facebook and Instagram at the beginning of the year, we were so excited to get back to normal and some things have and some things haven't (laughs) Um, just from the pandemic and everything. So obviously there's been a ton of growth and opportunity and one of the mindset things that I participate in is always asking myself, what are the lessons? What are the lessons? What are the lessons? what can I learn from this experience? Um, Sometimes I do really good at this and sometimes I need a little bit more work. However, there are always lessons that we can learn from. And I feel like, especially in the midst of challenges and struggles and things that are maybe uncomfortable (laughs) for us to go through, there are lessons that we take from this. So obviously I love doing these year in reviews because there's little nuggets of wisdom that I find (laughs) as I review my year, but also looking forward to the future and what are the lessons that I've learned and then how do I move forward? How do I take those lessons? How do I apply them to next year? All of that. (laughs) All right, so let's dive in. January slash, it was kind of like end of January, beginning of February, we were able to move into our dream house. We had been looking forward to this and planning this for many, many years. Um, we So a little backstory, my husband and I bought a home in 2009 when we were first married and we moved in that, we lived in that. Um, we left that for a couple of years while my husband went back to school and we moved to Idaho. So we had renters in there. And then when he finished, we moved back into our house. <laughs> um, we were very blessed to have been able to find a house that, um, or find a job. That's the word that I was looking for. Find a job that was actually where my husband used to work prior to going back to school, just in a different position. So before he was a journeyman pipe welder for the nuclear power plant here in Arizona. And then he came back as an engineer. 
anyways, so we came back to the house and I was kind of like, I don't know what the market, the, the real estate market, the housing market is doing here. We were very comfortable as an 1800 square foot house, uh, two kids. I was pregnant with my third. And so I'm just, you guys, I love looking at houses. <laughs> um, I think I get that from my mom. My mom went to school to study interior design. And so I grew up looking at floor plan, floor plans and homes and furniture and quality of furniture and just things that most people don't typically see when they see furniture. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can tell quality furniture just simply by looking at it. And so I love, I love that. And I was kind of looking around, I would find a, you know, a few things here and there and I would show my husband and he kind of got the bug a little bit too. And our plan, <laughs> I laugh about this now, our plan wasn't to move per se, right? It was just to kind of re-acclimate, so to speak, to the area and what was going on and um, set some financial goals for down the road. Well, in the midst of this, my husband found a house and he told me about it and he just said, I know it's not what you want, <laughs> but I can make it what you want. Okay. So it was, we were going to his parents' house for Sunday dinner and it, the new house was on the way-ish to his family's house. So we obviously are choosing to drive over there and we drive up to this house and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, <laughs> what is this place? Um, and he pulls onto the property just in, in the front. Um, nobody was living there, so we weren't disturbing anything. And I just had this overwhelming sense of this is where you're supposed to be. And I'm looking around, there's 13 horse crests. So it's on four acres or just under four acres horse corrals and round pins and there's like four trees on this whole place <laughs> and the round like the pins for the animals have to be completely gutted torn out they're rusting to the point where like if you shake them or you lean against them too hard they're gonna just fall over uh trees are dead <laughs> you know it, it was just kind of a a, a blank slate without being a blank slate <laughs> And I just remember thinking, yeah, this is where we're supposed to be. This is what we're supposed to be doing. And it was kind of amazing to me. So anyways, um, it was for sale by owner. We went ahead and made an offer. They accepted our offer and we moved into that house. Well, we were planning on using equity and things that we had from our previous house to obviously put down the, the down payment, but to save some of it. So we could build our dream house because we could subdivide some of the land and build, you know, next door or somewhere on the property. So that was our plan to move from this 1800 square foot house to 1100 square foot while having the baby <laughs> and our family growing and for this to take place within, you know, two, maybe three years. Well, life just sometimes has a way of changing. <laughs> so that two years, to make a long story short, became five years. We ran into all kinds of obstacles and challenges, and I was not super happy about some of it. I mean, at the beginning, I was totally fine, but then I became very negative. And I remember specifically, I had a friend tell me, she's like, Shannon, you need to be thankful and grateful for what you have before God will bless you with something else. 
you need to love what you have <laughs> and express gratitude in order to get something else. And I was thinking, okay, I'm going to be grateful. Okay, I love this house. And I would <laughs> tell myself, I love this and I love this and this is so wonderful. And then I would get discouraged <laughs> and down. And I remember calling my husband one day and I was like, I was done. You guys, one of the phrases that my husband and I use is <laughs> um, we are no longer in harmonious vibration with whatever it is. And when we are no longer in harmonious vibration with the car, the house, the shoes, the whatever, um, that's when things change for us. That's when we make the change. And so I called my husband one day at work and I was sick and tired of this house. And I was like, listen, you, I don't even know what I, what I told him. It was like three months or six months or something. I said, if we do not figure out a new place to live by this time, I'm taking the kids and I'm moving out. <laughs> and my husband, I could hear his panic on the other line because he knew I was serious. I was dead serious. He's like, can I come with you? <laughs> he was like, I don't even know what's going on right now. And I was like, I'm not leaving you. I'm leaving this house. I am done with this house. I am not in harmonious vibration with this house. I love you. I love the kids, but I cannot do this anymore. And he was like, okay, I'm on it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I was like, we don't even have, like the floor plan just didn't work for us. The yard space wasn't working for me. Just all of these different things weren't working anymore. And it got to the point where I was like, I just... I cannot. <laughs> so during those five years, though, I visualized the house that I wanted. I visualized elements in the house. I looked on Pinterest on, uh, you know, created these, this like dream house board. And I would, I, I don't have any other words. I visualized what I wanted. I visualized the feeling of the home. I visualized the, bo the, the body temperature the temperature of the home. I visualized the colors on the wall and the colors of the carpet and the smell of cooking in the home. And <laughs> okay, so my husband is a welder and he, one of the things that I have a love-hate relationship with <laughs> is the smell of metal on him. Because I know he's been working and he's sweaty and he smells like metal for you women who have husbands that do stuff like this, that you know, <laughs> you know that smell. And like, that smell to me is very familiar. That's a smell that I've had for him since the time we were obviously dating. And so I would smell those things or imagine smelling those things, smelling the chocolate chip cookies and what I would be wearing in this space and how I would be feeling and what my kids were doing. And, <laughs> um, you know, I visualize these big windows to the backyard where I could watch the kids and I'm pulling cookies out. My husband's coming in and, you know, kissing me on the cheek and giving me a hug and stealing a cookie off the tray. Like I was living in this life and I call this, and if you've done mindset work and, and stuff like that, you may have heard this before. I was practicing living as if, living as if this was a life that I had. And now I get to do that. So this year, obviously I'm emotional <laughs> right now, but this year was and has been filled with, now I actually have it. You know, all of that practicing, all of that work, 
all of the gratitude <laughs> that I worked on finally paid off. It took more than double the time that I thought it was going to take, but it is so worth it. It's so worth it. At the end of March this year, I <laughs> found out, surprise, um, we are pregnant. <laughs> now, the interesting thing with this is I had prayed November, December 2020, do we need to have another baby? Is it time? You know, are we done? And I just felt this, like, this sense of peace of like, I'm good. I don't really need to have another kid. We can move on to, you know, exploring other options, foster adoption. Um, I don't know. You know, I just, I, I, I guess I didn't feel one way or another. <laughs> and so when I found out that I was pregnant and it was kind of a surprise, I was like, what? Like you could, Heavenly Father, you couldn't have at least told me that, <laughs> um, that I was supposed to have another kid. And so I was kind of taken back and surprised because all of my other kids, I knew when they were coming and we had planned for them. And so this was a different experience <laughs> for me to say the least. And running a successful online um, six-figure business, it became this like almost like a panic of what am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? Like, what are all the things that need to happen and shift in order to accommodate me having this baby? And, you know, then I find out that my due date is Christmas Day. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious here. We are, <laughs> the end of the year I just know is going to be crazy. So I'm trying to do things in my business to prepare for that. And we'll get into that here in just a minute. But in June and July, I hired a thyroid advisor to help with managing some of the people on the front end, because one of the big things that we get here in the Hanson method or just in business in general is, can you help me? How can you help me? What resources do you have available to me? And I needed someone, <laughs> I needed someone to be able to help with that portion of the business. And so, um, and I also knew that I needed that person to come in and we would spend several months training them, getting them accustomed to our processes, our procedures, our resources, all of that. And that just takes time. It takes experience. It takes getting to know all of the things. So fast forward in August, um, we just had a lot, a lot going on travel wise. We had things going on with my brother's wedding. Um, the bridal shower was out of town all of these different things. And we utilize that time to go to California and go to SeaWorld and the beach and hang out. And it was so nice <laughs> to be able to do that after a year and a half, almost two years of not being able to do too much of that. And uh, towards the end of August, we went to my brother's wedding, which was amazing. Um, it was kind of highly emotional for me. I had no idea that watching my little brother get married would be so emotional um, so exciting and emotional all at the same time when we came. So that was towards the end of August. We came back and in September <laughs> I got COVID and I was sick for literally two weeks. Um, it was kind of interesting how it hit me. <laughs> I would, it kind of started gradually where I was like, oh, I just don't feel good. I feel a little off. You know, maybe I'm still recovering from 
our trip, our vacation. You know, I remember Sunday, I told my husband, I was like, I think I'm going to just stay home today. I don't, I might be coming down with something, but probably not. But I just feel like I should not go and maybe get other people sick if I am. Tuesday, I was like, okay, yeah, I still don't really feel good. Boom. Wednesday, <laughs> I was not feeling good. And and it, it was interesting in the sense of, I would have two days where I was kind of down and then I would feel a little bit better and then I was down again and I was just kind of in this weird cycle with COVID. Now, obviously being pregnant, there wasn't a lot I could do health-wise, medication-wise, just because there isn't enough research and nobody wants to do research on pregnant women, um, which is okay. (laughs) So a lot of the... I'm going to say medications and maybe help aids and things like that. Like I just wasn't comfortable with doing. And, um, I will say though, I was so grateful for the people in my life. And I'm going to get very, once again, um, kind of emotional here because I had no idea how many people loved me. I mean, I knew, but you know, when you face challenges, and adversity, you really find who's there for you. And my husband, or my brother, and his bride, um, she has worked in the COVID unit for over a year. And they were concerned because I'm pregnant (laughs) with COVID. And she had seen a lot just being in the hospitals and things like that. So they flew into town to take care of me. And um, she helped monitor my oxygen levels, monitored baby, heartbeat, you know, those types of things. And I had other people from family to church friends, when they found out that I was sick, they would just show up with food, they would show up for with dinner. And it was such a big blessing, because that was, I mean, my kids were more or less fine. <laughs> um, you know, they kind of had a 24 hour bug, but my husband and I, my husband was <laughs> functioning way better than I was. Um, so he was doing all the things that he could, but we were still just not feeling super hot. And so by having these warm meals brought into my kids and my family, even though I wasn't eating very much, um, it was just a huge blessing. I was drinking bone broth and unfiltered um, apple juice. And I kind of would have to force myself to even do that. Um, and then every two to three to four days, just depending on scheduling and things like that, um, I would have an IV medic come in. He's a good family friend who's known my husband his entire life. Um, he came in and he would give me um, fluids, saline, and we did lots of vitamins <laughs> and things like that um, to just help my body and help the immune system. <laughs> Long story short, again, (laughs) um, when I was coming back and I was starting to feel better from being sick, I was still experiencing high levels of fatigue, headaches, and I just really felt unmotivated in my life. And I kind of got to this point of like, do I really want to run a business? My husband is a great provider. I don't have to work. I choose to work because I feel like my mission (laughs) um, to help women with thyroid is much bigger than just myself. And so I really had to, I I did a lot of soul searching and I was like, is this for me? I'm about to have a baby in a couple months. I could 
dissolve my business, let everybody go, move forward, just be a mom. (laughs) And I was kind of like, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Ultimately, (laughs) I, after the soul searching, I did some journaling, I did some pondering. I knew, I knew in my heart that I wasn't done. And my conviction for my business and my plan and my path is so much bigger than running a business. <laughs> I I know that probably sounds so weird, but it's not about the money. It's never been about the money. Running this business and helping women regain their health, having the energy to be with their kids, feeling empowered in their body, feeling educated, feeling like when they go to the doctor and they leave and they come home, that it was a good experience because there's been so many times where I've gone to the doctor searching for answers and I leave in tears because I'm like, they didn't hear me. They told me everything was normal. They told me I'm fine and I am not fine. I know myself, (laughs) right? I am not fine. And that's part of what the mission is. Part of what I do is helping to create jobs for other women too who want to be at home with their kids. Two of the ladies that work for me, (laughs) they're amazing, by the way, they homeschool their kids full-time, and they also work for me part-time. So they get to be at home with their kids. They get to make a little bit of extra money that pays for sports and dance lessons and horseback riding lessons, and I don't know (laughs) how they use their money exactly, but they get that opportunity. And so this is multifaceted for me. It's, yes, let's create jobs for our other women who want to be at home and take their kids to school and pick them up and have the energy to take them to the park and do those things while making money. But then it's also about women's health. It's also about having women feel good in their body, feeling empowered, having the energy, having the confidence to do the things that they want. Because at the end of the day, who makes the house run? Who makes, the, who does the grocery shopping? Who cleans the house? Who does the laundry? Yes, we might have help from our husband and our kids and stuff, but the whole reason the house works and runs the way it does is because of mom. And so if mom feels good, then we can do good in the world and in the society. And so this business is much, much bigger than me. Well, anyways, some of the lessons that I learned through having COVID was there were some things that just weren't working in the business the way that it should. Now, thankful for COVID, I was able to find those things out. We were able to reorganize, reorganize the back end of our business, managing content, managing social media, managing how we deal with um, new prospects and new clients and onboarding and how we work with people inside the Hanson method. And during COVID and shortly after, as I'm going through my own, called it like my midlife crisis, (laughs) not really, but I was just like, what am I doing? Um, I had to throw out a lot of my old beliefs. I was taught and trained to run my business a certain way. And because of COVID, I had to take that step back and look at things from a different angle. And I had to say, what is going to work best for me and what is going to work best for my current clients, my future clients, so on and so forth. And I had to like unpackage all of these old beliefs to get down to what I needed to do. So there was 
a lot <laughs> that COVID taught me and a lot of blessings that have come from that. And we really had to, like I said, take that step back and fix some of those things before we can move forward. And so I'm so excited <laughs> for where we're at right now because we have made changes and enhancements to the Hansen Method, providing more resources, providing more touch points, more, just a better process of working with our women. So anyways, we'll talk about that another day, I'm sure. <laughs> Some other things that people have taught me this year. Um, my middle daughter, <laughs> she is so, so sweet. And I remember just one time this year, I was talking to her in the car and she said, mom, do you notice that my room is cleaner now? And I said, yeah, I've actually really noticed, you know, that you've been keeping it really clean and we don't have to remind you. And you're doing a really good job making your bed. I said, why do you think that is? And she said, well, because I just didn't like a messy room anymore. And so I just decided to change it. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so you found something you didn't like and you just decided to change it. You decided to, and, and we got into some of the details <laughs> of this and I'm like, you're seven years old. You're seven. What an amazing thing for a kid to learn is you find something wrong and you change it. You just do it. You get up and you make the change. It's not fun, right? And we kind of talked about that, how she has to give up some of her playtime. But when she goes into her room at night and she gets to climb into a bed <laughs> that is nicely made. And by the way, we have beddies that zip up on the side, so it's really not super complicated for her to make. But, <laughs> you know, putting the pillows back on and She's like, I just like the way that I feel when I walk into a clean room. And I was like, you're amazing. <laughs> so the big lesson for me as an adult, if there's something I don't like, change it. Make the decision. Go ahead and do it. Even though, and I love this saying. Somebody told me this several years ago. They said, every time you say yes to something or every time you say no to something, you're saying yes to something, right? So... If I'm saying yes to watching TV, I could be saying no to the laundry. <laughs> well, what's going to happen if the laundry isn't done? I don't have clean underwear. My kids don't have clean underwear. We don't have clean socks. You know, is there a way for me to have both? Is there a way for me to have it all? Sure. Laundry, okay, I'll, wa I'll you know, wash it and I can fold it while I'm watching TV. I know that's not a super great example, <laughs> but... You know, if I'm saying yes to taking a meal to someone else, am I saying no to my kids and spending time, that one-on-one -on -one time with a kid who may be struggling and needing my help emotionally? I am that change. Now, my oldest daughter, she is also <laughs> very, very amazing, and she is a goal setter, okay? Um, I set nine goals for the year, and you guys can go back to last year, my year in review, I, I talked about those goals and how I set that up. And I even have a goal sheet for you. But my, my, young, my children, I have them set four goals per year. Um, so they have a financial goal, they have a social goal, they have a spiritual goal, and they have um, an intellectual goal, a knowledge goal. Um, for example, one of the things that I comes to my mind for my kid, for my daughter, she wanted to play the harp <laughs> and we made some requirements for her. She had to earn half of the money, which harps are expensive. <laughs> we started with a, a student harp, but that was still $2,000.
So we told her we would come up with a thousand if she would come up with a thousand. She was, guys, nine years old, nine and a half, almost 10. And she made a thousand dollars in like three months. She is absolutely amazing at setting these goals, going after them, working hard. Now I thought, you guys, little did I know, I thought that would (laughs) buy me a little bit of extra time. Oh no, that girl crushed that goal in three months because she had a very clear idea and picture of what she wanted. And we told her, you know, we'll pay for half of it. We'll pay for the lessons. Um, There were a few other expenses (laughs) that we didn't know, right? Or think about like playing the harp, you need a place to sit and you need a music stand and some of those other things that are kind of built into the piano. (laughs) Um, And then also with that, she had to accomplish certain levels in her piano book before her piano teacher slash harp teacher would allow her to start taking lessons. And anyways, she's done the same thing again this year. She's now almost 11. And at the beginning of this year, her goal for the school year was to finish fifth grade curriculum. She is in fifth grade and move on to sixth grade. (laughs) And she wants to finish sixth grade by the end of the year and be ready for seventh grade. (laughs) And we're in December and she's already, she's already passed off all of fifth grade. She's working on sixth grade and she is just crushing those goals. And there's times at school where other kids are choosing to do art projects or just different things. And she will (laughs) take herself into another room or another area. Um, They have a lot of flexibility in the school that they're at um, to do that. And she'll take herself out of that situation and go work on it so that she can accomplish these goals in order to get ahead (laughs) and, and get where she wants to get. You guys, these kids are incredible. They are resilient. (laughs) They are, holy moly, they're fantastic. And then my youngest, oh, I just love her. She is my carefree child that is always positive. And she is my wonderful kid that sets such a good example to my other kids in the sense of, okay, guys, you need to turn off the TV. It's time to clean up, you know, put away your toys, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to start making dinner. My five-year-old is the first one jumping up off that couch. Okay, mom, no problem. She turns off the TV and she's the first one picking everything up and she's singing and she's having fun. And and that really just sets the tone for the entire family, right? Having that positive attitude is just so inspiring. So they have taught me many, many things this year. And another really big last final thought is learning to be grateful. Gratitude can be so difficult amongst the challenges and the struggles. And I take five, 10 minutes and I journal every single night. Now, what am I grateful for? Sometimes if I have extra time in the morning, um, I'll do it in the morning. (laughs) I'll do it twice. But waking up and expressing gratitude or expressing gratitude before I go to bed has really changed my perspective and shifted things in my life. And I am just so grateful (laughs) for this year and the challenges and the struggles that I have faced. And I want to challenge you guys as you are listening to this to review your year and find the lessons in, in what you have gone through 
And sometimes it takes a while to find them, <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, it took me probably two months to figure out what the lessons were for COVID. I was like, why did I have to get so sick? But at the end of the day, it was a huge blessing and there was a lot of good that came out of it with having new baby, hopefully soon. She should be here any day. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I will see you guys on the next. Send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what you learned. Before you go, I wanted to share with you that we are switching things up for the new year. Open enrollment for the Hansen Method for a Thriving Thyroid will begin in early January 2022. Oh my gosh, that feels so weird to say. But our official launch date and program will start Monday, January 17th, and we have a total of 20 spots open for this session. So let me tell you a little bit about the Hansen Method if you aren't already familiar with it. The Hansen Method is now a six-month-long program that includes functional testing, two to three personalized protocols during that time period to help you optimize your thyroid hormones. You're probably saying, why two to three? <laughs> because guess what? The progress of our thyroid hormones, it takes time. So we build out this system, this plan for you based off the test results that come back. So everything is going to be customized to you, dietary lifestyle, supplementation, all of that. Now, on average, we see a 30% reduction in symptoms within 30 days. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but by the end of the four, of four months, we're seeing an average reduction of 70% in your thyroid symptoms. <laughs> if that's not good enough for you though, we are now offering a guarantee. So if you don't see that 70% reduction in your symptoms within six months of working with us in our program, we will work with you until you hit that 70% or for an entire year with no additional charges or fees to you. It is all covered in the original cost. So in order to qualify for this, guarantee though, you have to put in a little bit of work. So you must be participating in journaling for the first couple months. Um, and if we ask you to go back to it, you know, go back to it. And we also want to see you showing up to the coaching calls. I get you may not be able to attend every single group coaching call. That's totally fine. As long as you're showing up to your one-on-ones and you're having good regular communication with us, reaching out to us when we reach out to you and say, hey, we haven't heard from you. We're going to keep working with you because we are so confident in the system and we will follow you all the way through the entire process. If you are interested in applying for this opportunity, please, please, please click the thyroid breakthrough link in the show notes and apply today to speak to one of our thyroid advisors. We don't charge for these appointments, so you literally have nothing to lose, and our thyroid advisors will be super helpful <laughs> to you, helping you better understand if this is going to be a good fit for you or if you would be better suited to work with someone else. All right, you guys, I hope each one of you books a breakthrough call because we would love to speak with you. Wait before you go! Please subscribe if you found value in today's episode. Leave us a review and share on Instagram, and please tag us. We love you!